Welcome to the Career Matters Podcast. This is your host, Nassar Ahmed. This is episode 89 of the Career Matters Podcast. And for today's episode, um, I am continuing the personal branding expert series. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, what I've done in these uh, personal branding series is I interview interview individuals who have found a strategy or, or series of strategies, take their individual brands to new heights. And using this, they have been able to take their careers or business to uh, another level. And uh, for today's career uh, personal branding expert series episode, I'm speaking with John White. Uh, hey, John, welcome to the podcast. Hey there, Nisar. Great to be on. You and I, John, work together. So I, I'll get to that in a moment, but uh, I'll talk about some of the things I want to ask you about. But uh, for those of us or those the audience who do not know you, maybe you can provide us with uh, a quick introduction who you are. Yeah, you bet. So uh, I'm the founder of Social Marketing Solutions, and uh, we are a digital marketing agency, work with entrepreneurs and tech companies, and help them take their, uh, refine their message and help them deliver that to a strategic audience. And I uh, personally, I, I live in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is a university of town. It's where Colorado State University is. Uh, we're about an hour north of Denver, and I live in a hundred-year-old home that I uh, remodeled in with my wife, and live here with my two daughters, ages five and nine. I live uh, kind of in the historic district of Fort Collins, close to downtown. And uh, beyond social marketing solutions, I also write for Inc. Magazine. Uh, my column is called Entrepreneurial Intelligence, where I write about a lot of the digital marketing strategies that I use with my clients to grow their companies. And I love to love to write. Uh, one of my passions is, is blogging and uh, content creation. So my column and my business uh, kind of go hand in hand. And uh, that's, that's kind of my, my passion, really. And what gets me moving every day is content creation, viral content, telling stories, uh, blogging. Yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. You, I'm glad you brought that up because you have a, an amazing story. And that's why I thought you should be a guest on this particular segment. For example, you did mention about blogging and uh, I followed you before we started working together. And just a disclaimer for the audience, um, John uh, is, has been gracious enough to help us help me out uh, f- for my social media strategy. And since working with him, it's, it's been an amazing uh, journey. Uh, the reach has grown and all that, but before you, but you didn't start off as a social media expert, John, like what I really loved about his story is a few years ago when LinkedIn launched their LinkedIn publishing, I think uh, I read your 100th or 101 post where you said you set a challenge for yourself to write 100 articles. And as a result of just writing your passion, 
you are then able to pivot to create your own agency, a company, your own brand. Now you're speaking around the world. So I want to, I mean, I want, I would love for you to expand on that. Like the whole, the, the whole hundred article challenge and all that. Yeah. Great. So for anybody listening out there, if you're currently, if you have currently have a job, you're actually ahead of where I was 40 years ago. So I found myself, um, with being fired from my last job in the corporate world. And I was kind of midway through a pivot that I had undertaken. And like a lot of people, you know, they, I had a good run in the corporate world and really peaked there, but I I found myself wanting to do more. And I knew I was capable of doing more than what I was being offered in the corporate world. And I just wasn't getting the opportunities that I was seeking on that path. And so really getting fired was kind of a blessing in disguise. I always think that things happen for a reason. And of course we don't always see that right away, but looking back, uh, getting fired was one of the, the, the best things that could have ever happened to me at that point in time, because I was very unhappy and I had reached a point where I, if I'm being honest, I, was regressing in my in my career. I had a great run in B two B business development in the wireless industry. Uh, sold many people remember they're carrying their Blackberries or uh, Crackberries that people were addi- addicted to. So I had a lot, a little bit of, uh, to do with that in pushing those uh, enterprise solutions in the wireless industry. And you know, like I said, I had a very successful run, but I just wasn't able to progress like I wanted to. And so I started an an MBA and that really was where I learned the entrepreneurial world and I needed to do something different. I needed a hard pivot away from the types of jobs I was getting and the opportunities I was being presented with. It seemed like, you know, I job uh, hopped a few times trying to find greener grasses at different companies. And I just, kept going down the same path and being offered the same uh, types of opportunities. So you know, the MBA really started that. And then, you know, getting fired from my job just kind of kicked me out the door. And I, I had a, uh, a choice. I finished a, a business plan with um, my, my company, my MBA. So I had it on paper and I had it, you know, to decide whether I was going to open social marketing solutions or whether I was going to go back in the job market only to be, you know, five months away from completing an MBA. And so I decided to you know, go ahead and open social marketing solutions. It was a huge risk. I decided to start blogging. None of my mentors at the time suggested that I write. I, you know, people were, uh, coming back to me and saying, well, who, you know, what, who are you? What, what, what do you have to offer that's not already being said? And why would you want to put your, yourself out there to public scrutiny? And luckily I ignored all of my mentors and I went ahead and I started writing on LinkedIn and I was repurposing a lot of the content I was creating in my MBA program was able to repurpose onto LinkedIn's blogging platform and LinkedIn had just opened their uh, pulse blogging platform to the general public before you had to be an influencer 
a designated LinkedIn influencer to write on the platform. Then they offered it to uh, another set of, of established writers, which I was not one at the time. So I actually applied to be a blogger on LinkedIn. I was accepted. And like I said, I started repurposing a lot of the content I was writing in my MBA was a great fit for the blog for I was writing blog posts all the time in my MBA. So, you know, I, I kind of thought to myself one day, well, what do you really do with this content? Like I'm writing so much and your professor reads it. Maybe you get a few people from your class to give you feedback. And then it just like sits on your computer in the cloud forever and so that was kind of an epiphany and really a turning point for me. And I started you know, putting that content on LinkedIn and about um, eight or 10 posts in, I wrote an article. It was a class about leadership and, you know, developing leaders with better corporate leaders. That was the name of the class. And one of the exercises was we had to write about both our worst boss that we had ever had and then write about the best boss and, and compare and contrast. And both of those articles I put on LinkedIn and both of them actually went, it went viral within days of one another, especially the one about the, the boss, the bad boss. And the title of that post was seven management traits that will make your entire team quit. And I wrote about my psycho boss that I'd had in the corporate world that was verbally abusive, micromanaging, sociopath. <laughs> and so many people related to that experience. And, you know, when you can write content that relates to people on that level, that's when it, it can go viral. And that's exactly what happened is the, the post went viral over half a million views in 24 hours. And from that, I, actually got my first professional writing offer with dice.com, which is a uh, career website uh, for tech individuals in the tech world. It's a job site and they have uh, a blog associated with their job site. And I was a staff blogger um, and that was my introduction to blogging. So uh, the professional world. So really it kind of all happened, you know, very quickly for me. Then I very quickly realized that I never wanted to go back to doing what I was doing before. And I wanted to, to grow my writing career and grow social marketing solutions. And I've really just never looked back ever since. That's amazing. So this started as a sort of an experiment, you, you started writing and you were, you used some of your life experiences and uh, you wrote an article, it became viral. And then there you go, you got your first staff writing career, uh, career opportunity. And uh, you mentioned, was that post number 10? Online? I have to go back and count, but it, it was within the first 10 or 15 articles I wrote on LinkedIn. Okay. So that's, that's interesting. So the reason I wanted to expand on that story is I, I believe blogging or writing is one of the best and one of the amazing ways uh, for getting started uh, or building your personal brand because you have some content out there. It just helps you establish yourself as a thoughtful, a knowledgeable individual, helps you stand out. On the flip side, however, people always, uh, I've had this conversation many times, people always ask me, what do I write about? Uh, 
I'm stuck. I'm not a writer. I don't have experience. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? When people, like you just shared your story, which is a testament of what's possible. But when people share, let's say the 90% of the population who doesn't write or doesn't want to write or doesn't know to write, what do you say to them? I would say that the place to start is to think about all of the stories, your personal stories from your career. So, you know, if you're at a stage at your career where you've been at it for a while, you, you have some stories that you can tell that are unique to your, your career and your experience that may be relatable to, to other people. And, then you can just expand upon those stories and what people can learn from them. Mm-hmm. So storytelling is, is very powerful. And, you know, I've done that time and, and time again in my career with, you know, stories that have unfolded that I've been able to turn into blog posts that people relate to on an emotional level. And so you just need to think of your, your best stories from, from your career and what you would do differently if you had known, you know, had prior knowledge of this situation and what people can take away from, from what you learned to either not make the, mis- the mistake you did or to expand upon, you know, that story for their own personal growth and take away from what you've been through. So I found that that is the place to start for writers is to start thinking about your career uh-huh. and just think about the stories that, that stand out in your, your, your life and your career and start writing about those and tell a story. We can all tell stories, right? You know, you're at a party. That's true. Think about, think about the stories that, you know, make people laugh or they're, they're wow, that's really interesting. So start there, start, at, you know, the last party you went to and the last really good story you told <laughs> and, uh, and, and turn that into, to a blog post. And, you know, one, one example that just pops into my mind is, uh, I have a, a, a longtime friend, childhood friend that after college, he moved down to St. John and the Virgin islands and just never came back. And he's became an entrepreneur down there. Um, it will started as a bartender and an entrepreneur and he has about four businesses down there now and is raising his family and they they actually survived the hurricane that's a different story but he is um they're rebuilding that island now he's part of the rebuilding project but the reason i i thought about writing about him was exactly that you know i tell stories about him and, and his life in tropical paradise and how he's making a living down there in the real estate world and uh, being a professional musician and being a property manager. And people were just fascinated by that story. It's like, you know, you tell it at a party a time or two and people are like, wow. You know, so he just left after college and just moved down to this tropical island and essentially never, you know, joined the corporate world. And yeah, he did it. And he's, you know, he's making a good living and, supporting his family. And so I told that story in a blog post about, you know, how you don't have to graduate college and just go and get an entry level job. If you really don't want to, there's other paths that you can take. And his was an, as an example of, of that. And, you know, that posted really, really well, because again, people 
at parties or in social settings, they were fascinated by it. And so I just turned it into a blog post. And, and again, the story is uh, the same, whether it's told uh, at a party over drinks or, uh, you know, from behind a keyboard, it resonates. John, now that you mentioned, and I'm thinking about, I, I, uh, I, I do, I'm involved in a lot of the editing and publishing on my site, uh, but also I read uh, on a daily basis, different blogs. Um, even though I, I read a lot of the, you know, top 10 tips and things that are happening here, artic type of articles, but the stories are the ones that I really pay attention to. So whenever there's an article that is written in a story format, instead of me, the usual myself, I, I was just browsing it, but the stories are captivating and putting myself in the shoes of the reader. Uh, you're totally right. If you're able to, when the best content I've re, re, read are stories where people share some ideas. And from that, I gain some lessons and I want to go back and listen to that person's next story. Yeah, that's absolutely right. That's how you, you, you get readers uh, by, by giving them that emotional hook to your content. That's how you get them coming back. Awesome. So we talked about, you shared with us, the audience, what to write. I mean, you, you said, which, which, which I love is share your personal stories, your experiences, your career. Now, um, what are your thoughts and suggestions on where they should get started? I think the first thing is that you have to just show up. And I was just at a, a conference for entrepreneurs called No Longer Virtual, and it was in Denver. And it's a, it's a group of about 35 entrepreneurs that come together. And it's a really unique conference because it's kind of a micro-conference. And there's a lot of great insights shared by not only the presenters, but the, the, the uh, people in the audience. And one of the, the main takeaways I, I had from that is that, you know, you just kind of have, when you want to do something, you just have to go ahead and show up and do it. And uh, there's really no uh, other way to, to get started. And so to, to get started writing, mm -hmm. you know, obviously you want to have some strategic planning and some thought goes into what you want to write about and what your goals of writing are. But more than anything, you just kind of have to get started. And that's really what I did. <laughs> you know, with, with, when I got started, I, I wasn't a writer by trade, it's something I enjoyed to do. It's something that I, I, I knew that I could be good at if, um, you know, if I, I started and put my, my my mind to it. But it, it wasn't something that, you know, I was trained in really. And so I just I started and and I, I think you just want to pick ten ideas before you get started uh -huh. and take those and turn them into titles of an article and get started writing. Okay. Uh, I, and you didn't, in your, in your case, you started off on LinkedIn. Is that the path you recommend? Because uh, it's, it's a free platform without, without having to set up a website. Is that something you recommend for others as well? Uh, LinkedIn is a, is a good site to get started on. Also medium okay. um, is a good site because you can submit to publications there. So really, if your content is not quite as businessy, then Medium is a good place to, to explore. But if your audience is B2B oriented, then uh, LinkedIn is still 
you know, probably the, 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 the top platform for a B2B audience. Okay. So LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Medium, and some other platforms you have mentioned. Because I, I wanted to also ask you, we spent, we spent the last few minutes talking about writing. And uh, in your case, you have really done your, taking your brand to another level by doing a series of other things as well. Uh, what other strategies or ideas do you recommend for others on how they could improve their personal brand? I think networking is, is, is really important. Building a network online and being prolific with your efforts on social media. And it's not something you can do just every once in a while. Social media really has to become integrated within your day-to-day activities. And I recommend getting the apps on your phone so you can multitask. That's really important. And people always say, well, how do I have time for that? Well, you know, certainly recommend using the mobile apps, you know, your Twitter app, Facebook app, LinkedIn app. Those are all a must have on your, on your phone. And from there, so your audience, your, your network is really something that, that follows you anywhere you go. So whether you want to write a book five years from now or you, you want to produce video series or whether you need job referrals or whether you want to start a blog, you need a business network. So I think that really creating a personal brand starts with building a network. Then you want to start with creating content and dangling that content in front of your, your audience. Some people like to write. Others like to create videos. Others are more visual. They have, you know, with, with photos on, on Instagram. So there's, there's different ways to, in different types of content you can create. You don't have to be a writer to develop a personal brand these days. So you talk, you're talking about micro content. Like you, 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 that's actually a good point. And I've seen people like that who just use uh, some type of social media to create small and uh, mini content. And that just helps them to get their name out there. Yeah. You have to be consistent with it. You know, I, I see so many people that, you know, they, they start on social media or they start a blog and they don't follow through with it. And so their results, they don't get the results that, that they want. They go strong for a few months and they get frustrated and they quit. And it's really the, only the people that have the perseverance because personal branding is not something that happens overnight. You know, even though I had a, a blog post that went viral that helped, uh, you know, give me a big, a big push. If I wouldn't have capitalized on that momentum, it would you know, you have your, they call it a 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> That's what it would have been for me had I not, you know, secured some relationships and really kept going and, and build on that momentum. So personal branding is not something you can just do every once in a while or do for in spurts. It has to be a sustained and consistent effort over many years. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you'll see the results happen is with a sustained and consistent effort. 
You bring up a good point, right? Uh, because I just I was just reading a stat. Uh, WordPress is one of the largest CMSs out there, and uh, there's 30% of any websites on the internet is on WordPress, and among that is like millions and millions of close to 70 million WordPress blogs out there. It's amazing that the amount of websites out there is staggering. However, you do bring up a good point. Only a handful of them uh, end up becoming memorable or they create that stickiness for the audience or the readers or you know helps anyone grow a brand. You, you mentioned the word consistency. Um, I mean, in your case, you didn't stop at that 10th article. You kept on going and you still are very active on social media. So what keeps you going? I'm very curious because you, you're, you're there every day. I've, I've seen you on social media once in a while. I see every few weeks or I see an article on Inc. Then LinkedIn. How, how, first of all, what keeps you going and how do you do it? Yeah, for me, I, I think I just, I think back to where the place I was in my corporate career and how miserable I was there. And it's a fear of, a lot of us are fear, fear driven for, you know, fear can be a powerful thing if we use it the right way. And uh, that's really it for me. I, I love, I found something that I really love to do and I'm passionate about. And work is no longer work for me. It's something that I enjoy to do. I don't watch the clock, you know, like other people might do in an hourly job or a corporate job that they no longer enjoy. So that's really the the difference. And that's, that's been the main, the main driver for me on a daily basis. That's awesome. So uh, we, we, we learned a lot here. You shared a lot of good ideas about consistency, showing up, sharing your stories. We are about to wrap up. We are coming towards the end of the interview. So if the people, if the audience wants to learn more about you or connect with you, how could they go about doing that? You bet. So um, on Twitter, I'm at, at Juan Blanco 76. There's a story there. Uh, my Juan Blanco is John White in Spanish. It's kind of been a nickname that's, that's followed me my entire life. <laughs> uh, and when I signed up for Twitter, all the John White handles were taken. I was actually a late adopter to Twitter. I'd made up a lot of ground on Twitter. That's where I'm very active. So it's Juan Blanco 76 on LinkedIn. I'm John White MBA. I put those big three letters behind my name proudly. When I finished my MBA, it was not easy getting an MBA when you're in your thirties and you're married and you have two kids to raise um, was a challenge. So I'm proud of those <laughs> letters that are proudly displayed after my name on, on LinkedIn. So those are, those are the platforms I'm most active on. Perfect. I'll make sure to share them when I sh- in my show notes when the, when the episode goes live. And finally, before we wrap up, any last words or any last pieces of advice uh, for the audience? Yeah, I would say to to be bold. You know, uh, I think back to my decision to start writing and literally no no one advised me to to make that step. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to your mentors because you definitely should consider what they have to say. You want to make sure that you have the right mentors. My, My 
mentors at the time had never done anything like I was wanting to do. So the advice they were giving me maybe wasn't uh, the best advice. I should have been talking to people that had been down the road I was wanting to go down. So my advice would be if there's something you want to do in life or in your career and in your heart, you know, it's the right decision to chase after your dreams and, and be relentless in pursuing them. Go for it. That's an amazing, amazing wrap up. Uh, John, on behalf of the audience and myself, thank you for joining us as a guest. Nisar, my pleasure. Look forward to uh, our next conversations. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Career Medis podcast. I, I have written a brief summary of the interview with links to John's uh, social media links that he provided. Uh, it will be, it'll show up as a show notes along with this episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the Career Medis podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And for more content, ideas, tips, resources, go to careermedis.com. Uh, and if you really, really, really enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and share this amongst your network. Until next time, this is your host, Nisar Ahmed. Thank you. 